whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season 10, episodes 27 and 28, Love Lockdown. And Kelsey, will you please read us the, today we're going to do it, the Degrassi wiki summary. Switching it up. All right. Declan has returned from New York to attend the school theater awards and to win back Holly J. Finding out that she is now a Sav, it proves more difficult. Shantae tries to tries to fight to keep the power squad running, but runs into blocked social network and blog websites and a mobile phone jammer. Claire's parents agree to attend the awards, but fight the entire time, causing her to run out with Eli, assuming they want to have the divorce talk with her. Part two. Okay, you're doing both. Yeah, I'm going to do both. <laughs> I'm, I'm in it to win it today. Declan and Holly J have sex after a party at Fiona's condo. Holly J feels like she's cheated on Sav, and despite also being accepted into Yale University, spoiler alert, she decides to break it off with Declan. Shantae's angry note posted to a bathroom stall wall against Principal Simpson's removal of extracurricular activities, hell of a sentence, blows up into hundreds of notes, which she decides to cover Simpson's car with, resulting in him agreeing to open a forum. That was all one sentence with 47 commas. Claire continues to act out, hoping to stop her parents fighting with each other, but they divorce anyways. <laughs> oh, wiki, I've missed Incredible. You. <laughs> I've missed the wiki, too. Um, sure. Final um, appearance of Declan Coyne. Yeah, that's Declan's last episode. Let's see if we remember to do a eulogy. I, I think we can. We'll miss those eyebrows. True. Um, but the episode is called Love Lockdown, which is a 2008 song by Kanye West um I I hate this song this can song I just really say bad. I hate this song um and as far as the episode I guess yeah I guess <laughs> I mean yeah it works for the love triangle and it also works for Claire's parents yeah true because Claire's like trying to keep their love together, but their love is not real anymore. Yeah. Sorry, Claire. Um. All right. Well, the episode starts with Declan showing up to Degrassi for the theater awards, and like the intense acoustic-y music playing in the background is so manipulative, but it's like working on me. I mean, it's like Declan is back. He's back for the theater awards, and he wants. A romantic makeup weekend with Holly J. He wants her back together. Oh my God, it's intense. Blah. It Can I just explain my situation with this episode before yeah. we begin? Oh, right. <laughs> okay, so I texted Holland because I watched both of the episodes in a row and I had my YouTube autoplay on while I watched. And for some reason, part one of this episode does not is not allowed to play in our country. So Without me realizing it, it skipped right to part two, and I did not realize it, and I was mostly confused with everything that was... I was like, how is this... So all of my notes for part two are like, wait, what's happening? Wait, what's going on? Wait, when did Declan get here? (laughs) When did they have sex? What? So... Um, my notes are crazy and I'm going to read them as is so that you guys can understand my process because all of part one is like, oh, okay, now this all makes sense. But I like, so I watched all of part two, part two ended and it went into the next like two episodes and I was like, wait, I missed something. And I texted Holland and I was like, our YouTube channel doesn't have Love Dark Love Lockdown Part One, and I'm too mad to watch Part One now. So I waited until literally this morning because I was like furious for three days. I mean, that's fair. I would have to take a break after that too. I was like, no, I was so ready. I was like being so good. I was gonna watch both of them in one go. So I guess we can count on me for like initial reactions, and you on your like. Oh, <laughs> pretty much. All of all of part one for me is like, oh, I get it now. And all of part two for me is like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, it's one way to switch things up. I keep mean, this exciting that we do every week. Pretty much, yeah. 
Um, so yeah, so Declan is here, and it's exciting, I guess. And then the theme song plays, and then actually, and it's also really jarring, I must say. Like we get some like like intense, kind of cool, like acoustic-y, like taking it back, like Degrassi music in the background, and then it like goes into the shitty, shitty theme song, and I'm like, oh, that was. That was a disappointment. <laughs> it's just, ugh. All right. And then and then I think after the theme song, we're, like, still with Declan. And, like, piano music is playing that's really manipulative. But it's working because I'm, like, really amped that Declan is back. <laughs> Listen, like, a TV show or a movie, like, just based on soundtrack alone can emotionally manipulate oh, yes. me into almost anything. Oh, yes. But I'm wondering if, like, it had, like... If you weren't as manipulated because you saw part two and you were like feeling weird about Declan. I was feeling weird about Declan. (laughs) I was like, I still want this. But also I'm like, eh, I've already seen part two. Maybe it's like it was bittersweet because you're like, oh, it seemed so promising. (laughs) It did. It just it really did. I don't Um, know. But then we're with Shantae who's talking to Mr. Simpson. It's like, why is the power squad canceled? Like, what are you doing? It's because like they don't have supervision. But and they also don't have enough teachers on hand to give them supervision and this is when we learned that mr simpson has canceled like a lot of extracurricular things which is really shitty yeah and also doesn't really make any sense no because like you need extracurriculars to get into college yeah and like some clubs can't have like like supervision all the time like they probably have it at school and so there are adults around and they're canceling And they're like, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I'm just like, I'm furious that they're canceling clubs that are like actually very socially important. We find out later that they also canceled the the LGBT club. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, but but like the kids like truly need that. Yeah. Like it's not just like, oh, I was in a club and then it helped me get into college or like it helped me like make friends. Like that's like something necessary for people's like mental health and like things to like help them adjust and like figure themselves out like it's an important social thing it's ridiculous and it's like for like things like power squad i'm actually still surprised they don't have like for like a sport i feel like you have to have a coach yeah so i'm like how did that run in the first place but at the same time like a lot of these other clubs that didn't have somebody i feel like they could have if that was going to have to be a rule you could have tried to make allowances by like changing it from after school to like lunch times and have it like in a teacher's classroom or like something because I know stuff like that happened at my school where you would just do it at lunch and like go into a teacher's classroom and they would just be there yeah like like like, try to make it work there are ways to make this work because it's not it's like it's so not fair and it's it's like so and it's also like deterring them like it's like it's hurting them and their like chances of getting into college and it's and it, it We'll talk about it when we, like, get to when she actually talks to him and makes, like, all of the amazing points. Like, I love Shantae in this episode. Me too. And, but it's, like, it's stupid to punish the entire school, especially in this way, for, like, one dumb thing that one dumb student did. Yeah. It's and, like, insane. And I understand, like, tightening the reins and, but, like, this is a I understand the metal thing. detector. Yeah. <laughs> they should have gotten that. After friggin' Rick, seriously, to be honest. Seriously. But. And, like, they should have, like, had a better eye on, like, letting strangers into the school. I feel like I've been saying this since yeah, day one. true. But, like, my God. Yeah. It's, this is ridiculous. It's getting to be. It's, like, too much. Um, but, yeah, this is when I write, but, okay, but this sh- is the club thing being explained. But Shantae does go directly to Mr. Simpson to try to, like, make things work, which is, like all you can do at this point anyway and then we're with sav and holly J. and sav like swoops in and gives her a side hug <laughs> yeah but they're like they're still kind of cute like yeah. as much as i love holly J and declan i do like holly J and sav i me too and he's and like sav he's, is just so pretty he's just like such a pretty little dork and i love him he's so tall i know i was like he's so much taller than declan <laughs> so tall at one point um, and he's such a sweetie pie. He is. He has like no ulterior motives ever. No. And then Holly J tells him that Declan is in town and they're gonna go get lunch. And oh yeah, Sav says, "Oh, the ex through like gritted teeth." And he's all jealous. He's very but jealous. I get it. Understandably. Um, and then he knows that Declan definitely like, has ulterior oh. motives. And he's like, "Oh gosh, well." I, I, he gets all like sad and jealous about it and she's like I don't want to be gotten like he's just gonna try to get you back and she's like I don't want to be gotten back 
um, like what we have right now is exactly what I want. I'm like, well, that's nice. Yeah. Um, but then should we do fashion beliefs? Because my next note is, lol, the dress code is not mortician. Yeah, that was a really <laughs> good line. Um, and Eli is wearing a tie to school. Eli like he's Billy Joe Armstrong. is not following the dress code because he doesn't want is like, he wants to be able to express himself. And yep. he thinks the dress code is stupid. I also think the dress code's kind of dumb. Yeah. It's kind of... Like, the dress code was not the issue. It's kind of... It gets... comes. I'm like, the reason why it's implemented makes me feel like it's a little slut-shamey. Oh, it definitely um, is. But most dress codes are. Yeah. Especially when it comes to girls. Yeah. And also, we haven't had, like, a real issue with the dress code since Manny. No. And that was because she literally pulled her underwear out of her pants. She's well-tailed it up. Um... But anyway, I like Holly J's like half pony in the scene before this. Um, I love Fiona's dress at the uh, theater awards. Oh, it's yeah. A very good dress. Oh, J- Claire's wearing like a weird ruffly denim dress to that, which I wasn't. Oh, yeah. But I love Fiona's dress. It's like black and white with like a bow and it's good. I think Anya's hair got even darker, which I really enjoy. Yeah. I like Holly J's floral dress, but I don't like her weird choker. Oh, yeah. Flower choker thing. I hate thing. that choker. Um, I like that Fiona and Holly J have, like, headbands to match the uniforms. Oh, yeah. I liked that, too. It was very Blair Waldorf. Yes. And, like, I like that Holly J's bringing it back a little. Um, a little bit of the, like, fake Blair. Even though this was a problematic scene, Declan's messy morning hair is cute. Yes. <laughs> um, can we please talk about Claire's outfit oh, for my her fucking revenge? God. Yes. Oh, oh my God. My first note was, oh, my God, Claire, what are you wearing? She's wearing a short plaid skirt, suspenders that are, like, hanging off the back. She's got, like, a black, like, corset bodice thing with a, like, white tank top underneath it. Her bra straps are showing. She has a stud belt. She also has a black hair streak and ripped fishnets. I think I got everything. Her there makeup been more. is terrible. Her She's wearing really bad. It's so bad. Um Outside of the makeup and the hair, she is truly dressed like me in eighth grade, though. <laughs> like, literally. Did you have a weird corset thingy? I did not have a corset thingy, but I definitely wore, like, the a, white. Bl- a black tank top over a white, thicker tank top with there bra you know. strap showing. I definitely had a plaid skirt with, like, the suspendery things hanging off of it. I definitely had, like, a plaid skirt with chains hanging off it. She is, like, truly, outside of the corset situation, dressed like me in eighth grade. I feel like the bra straps showing thing is such a middle school thing. Oh, yeah. Because you're like, it's, it's kind of like, sexy, and you're just starting to wear a bra. It's like, guess what? I wear a bra now. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. It's a time. Um, oh, boy. It was a lot. That's all I have, I think. I think at one point, Douglas wearing like a green sweater and a blazer that I wrote down. But otherwise, that's all that I have. That's all that I have, too. That Claire bomb just really took over the rest of the it episode. really did. Fashion oh, wise. my God. And it's like there's so there's way less fashion now because we have uniforms. It's true, which actually is kind of fine. It's it, kind it of cut, fine. It cuts down on our. Cuts down on my notes. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's less that I have to pay attention to or be yeah. aware of while watching the episode, I Absolutely. guess. Absolutely. Um, I do less pausing to like write down all the facts. Exactly, but I had to pause it for Claire. I want. Oh, I needed to God. get every detail because there was so much going on. That red lipstick like was, oh, boy, real, was real bad, bad. and the, the hair streak. was bad. Oh, it was bad. And she, I think she had like straightened her hair too because oh. it's usually like a little curly or wavy. Yeah, I was but like, it was like oh, choppy. Claire. And it was also just, like, a really unflattering outfit on her. It was not Like, she's, like, pretty good at dressing for her body, and she is not doing it there. And I know that that's, like, a... Actually, that's kind of, like, a problematic statement. Like, dress however the fuck you want. Yeah. I'm just saying... The, the wardrobe stylist on this show did not do her any favors, and her outfit's crazy. And the she's, outfit was insane. But she is. But it was supposed to be. She's insane. like truly, but like it's. She's like hilariously dressed like me in eighth grade, like to the point where I'm like, <laughs> oh no, I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> like this, this was my look. Oh boy, your Luke. <laughs> yes, yes, looks. Um. Okay, but then we're in. So we're in English, and Miss Dawes is like, Eli, we have a dress code now. And then, and he's like, I was gone last week, so I didn't know, or, or something. And she's like, fine, like, I'll let you off the hook today, but tomorrow you have to dress better. And he's then he talks to Claire, and he's like, dodged a bullet there. And she's like, I thought you only dodged knives. 
And he's like, oh, you're still mad at me? And she's like, three, two, one. Okay, I forgive you now. We're fine. And they're cute again. Yes, they are. And they're going on their first, first official date. To hear fucking Chuck, Chuck Palahniuk read excerpts from Fight Club. Like, why? First of all, like, okay. So in high school, I definitely liked Chuck Palahniuk. But by the time this came out, what was this, like 2010? 2010, 2011. He was already extremely bad. <laughs> like, Pygmy had already come out. It was like, he had, like, taken a nosedive. But he read Fight Club, Kelsey. Ugh, whatever. <laughs> Don't even get me started on Fight Club. But I'm like, of course, that was their first fucking date. She's like, oh, my God, Chuck Malignac. I'm like, I hate you He's people. He's like, I have tickets. And then she's like oh wait but the theater awards are tonight and my fighting parents are coming and he's like well let's go after and she's like okay i'll ask them um and then we're with shantae and anya because they're still all mad about the power squad and shantae's trying to access her blog on the computer at school but she can't she can't access any social media she can't even do it on her phone because the school has like cell phone jam so i guess they can't even text anybody yep that's cool because they have cell phone jammers and which begs the question how did Allie in the oh well I guess she did it through email but how did Allie in that last episode get Bianca's photos out to everyone maybe it was like because it was after school but it was in the school still so the cell phone jammer still existed but maybe they don't have it after school I don't know how cell phone jammers work we well I know we had them at my school no we did not yeah no we had them at my school but they didn't like totally deter you like you could still sometimes get service it was just like a lot harder you could only get service in like certain places email or was it just like texting I mean this was also before I had email on my phone maybe because I feel like maybe if she had the wi-fi on the phone you're still allowed to access your email on it yeah maybe and i think shantae was trying to post she was trying to access twitter on her phone so i feel like you can block certain websites on your wi-fi but if it's just your email app i don't know if that counts especially if it's like a school email yeah i don't know i don't know how it works because when i was in high school i didn't have a smartphone yeah i mean neither did i they nobody really did yeah the iphone one came out i think like my freshman year and it was like if someone had an iPhone, they were, like, really rich. <laughs> yeah. Like, most people did not have, like... No. Most people had, like... That was when, like, Blackberries were the thing. Yeah. That was, like, the smartphone with, like, BBMs and shit. Oh I never had one, but I knew it was a thing. It was the thing. We're talking about phones again. <laughs> oh, my God. We cannot stop ourselves. Um, but anyway, no more anti-grapevine. Yeah. And then she gets really mad and writes, Degrassi sucks on a post-it note and puts it up in a bathroom stall. Which I'm like, all right, Shantae, let out your anger however you need to. Fight the power, Shantae. Fight the power in, like, the, like, tamest way possible. Like, she doesn't even write it on the wall. She writes it on a post-it. on a post-it. And sticks it to the wall. It's real low commitment. (laughs) Um, It's like the the quietest rebellion. (laughs) Um, but then we're with, I think we're with Declan and Fiona. No, Declan and Holly J are Holly having J. lunch and he's talking about how like her, like Holly J telling him that he solves all of his problems with money really like hit home and it made him reevaluate oh, right. stuff. So he opened up a charity that like helps send like inner city kids to college, like, and like funds them and stuff, which is actually a pretty great idea for a charity. That's yeah. nice. And then Holly J tells him about Sav, and he's like, oh, are you, like, boyfriend, girlfriend? <laughs> and I think she explains the situation, but he's still kind of, like, threatened, but is like, I'm still going to get her back. Um, and then we're with Claire, and her parents are fighting, and they're like, after the awards, we need to talk to you. And I'm like, oh, boy. Like, obviously, they're splitting up. We know this. And this has been, or I think like, she in might be just with her mom. And her mom is like, Where's your dad? I don't know where you are. You call him because he won't answer me. I need to talk to you after the awards, by the way. Yeah. Well, because Claire asks if she can go to see the thing. Right. And they're like, no. We and need she's to like, no, you. we need to talk to you after it. And she's like, mm, fine. And then we're at the awards, which are called the Grundy Awards. And they're apparently named after someone whose last name is Grundy. Like, who's there? Like, Amon Grundy or something like that? I don't, I don't know. know. Can we like, just Are we supposed also, to know who this person is? Is I don't this a know. fake person? I'm not sure. Also, Hash- just like, makes me think of is Riverdale. It, is this a... I know. <laughs> also, is it like a Canadian thing? Maybe he's famous in Canada. 
But I liked that the guy that the awards are named after comes in and announces, he only announces the award for set and prop design. <laughs> right. <laughs> set and prop design is the first award and he announces it. Which Claire wins. Which Claire wins. Yay. She comes up, she gives like a half-hearted speech. And Eli her, is there watching from the wings. And yeah. And she comes out to but meet But her parents him. are being horrible. They're being terrible. They like, like while the guy is like announcing the nominees. Like she's not like they're not even paying attention to her win. Like, yeah. Why are you even there, guys? But Eli's waiting for her and it's very cute. Um, And then we're in the audience and Holly J's sitting like between Declan and Sav and Declan's trying to be all nice. And then he's like turns to Fiona and through like gritted teeth is like, I don't know how much longer I can play this game, which mm-hmm. I thought was really funny. And then. Oh, yeah. But then. Then we see Eli, and he gives her, like, a slow clap from backstage, and then they're like, she's like, let's go. They didn't let me go, but we should go anyway, and, and they run like, away. She, like, drags him across the stage on purpose, like, for sure, because <laughs> you see them run behind the guy. Like, they definitely could have exited another way, and she was like, <laughs> nope. Bye. And then Declan wins, too, of course. Obviously. Also, can I just ask... How is this award show set up? Because they've definitely only announced three awards tops. The show just started and they went from set design, like directly to like the Do big, like producing director, director award. Yeah. And he mentions Jane in his speech, which is nice. Oh, yeah. It's we like, almost my producers that she off, off to bigger and better things at Stanford. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, right. But I'm like, oh, I'm glad that he mentioned her because she was technically a producer on that. Even show though she and barely showed up. Yeah. And then he makes, like, a big old dedication to Holly J. And, like, oh, and he, like, brings up everybody to the stage and stuff. And Sav is super jealous. Yeah, he is real threatened. Also, Sav has been calling Holly J HJ. So apparently oh, it's I just a, it's, apparently it's just a guys who date her and me and my notes call her <laughs> HJ. And then, um, so then afterwards... Declan is like, we're having an impromptu soiree at the coins after. And they would call it a soiree. Yeah. And he's like, you guys should come. And then, oh my God. And then when we show up, they're playing a terrible music. It's not good. It's like, I want a punk rock chick. Like, blah, blah, something, something. It's really bad. Oh my God. <laughs> I did not notice it at all because I was like, just trying to like power through at 8 30 this morning to watch this thing <laughs> oh, in yeah, time for still brunch. Part one. <laughs> We're still in part one. <laughs> so I was still like, what is happening? Um, it's very 2011. It is. Um, and like, Declan is explaining to Fiona like his grand plan to get Holly J alone. And she's like, She's like, I don't know. She and Sav are like pretty like Siamese, like attached at the hip tonight. I'm like, like mm, that's kind of problematic, it's, Fiona. It's not great. Um, but she's like, you know, they're like attached, yeah. like whatever. So I don't know how you're gonna get her away from him. He's like, no, it's not that. It's how I'm gonna get him away from her. And then he's like, because he's a he's a fucking schemer. And then he's like, hey guys, so I really want to have some alone time with Sav. I have a DJ thing. Do you want to set it up to the system? And Sav is like, yes. And I'm like, Declan knows his weaknesses. He like really <laughs> like he knows how to manipulate this. Um, and then we're with Claire and Eli. And, and they, it, they're talking like about how the talk and they're like, oh, my God, he was so amazing. His and this characters. Is, oh, my God. And this is when I wrote Chuck Palahniuk wasn't even good then. <laughs> like he was like he's always been like he's like kind of the M. Night Shyamalan of authors. Let's be real. He loves a twist. <laughs> um, but also like at this, uh, I need to reiterate Pygmy had already come out. This was a bad time for him. He has not. The last good book he wrote was Rant, which I stand by as like a good book. But like. I mean, they're in high school. They're in high school. They probably have just read Fight Club and are, like, so into it. Um, and then I don't remember what. I think Claire's, like. Claire's super acting out. Like, her mom keeps calling her, and she keeps ignoring it. And she's oh, like, yeah. let's go get piercings. And Eli's like, an award, an author's talk, and youthful rebellion? Big night. And then I'm like, gross. Matching piercings? Why? Why would you do that? Also, like. <laughs> The idea of, like, a dude with, like, an upper cartilage piercing <laughs> is hilarious to me. I don't know why. I don't know. But that's what happens. Um, oh, and then we're back at the party, and the musical that's playing now is very Forever the Sickest Kids, but it's not them. Oh, my God. Also, Fiona is drinking again or pretending to drink. Unclear. And then 
Declan talks to Holly J and says, like, I'd do literally anything for you. And he's just going in. And he's like, I want to get back together. I love you. Come on. And Holly J's not up for Holly it. Holly J's like, nope, bye. We're not doing this here now. Um, also, oh, yeah. wait. Note about the Fiona drinking thing. So she is drinking, kind of. And she's talking to Declan about it. And Declan's like, I thought you were, like, doing the clean and sober thing. And she's like, well, I'm drinking because I'm happy. I'm not drinking because I'm sad. Oh I'm like, that's not really how that works. But no. I guess we're going to explain it away. Yeah. I know. Because that happens a little later. But I remember, like, when she was drinking, I was like, Fiona, why are you drinking? Champagne. Your vice. What are you doing? <laughs> your weirdly specific <laughs> bougie vice. Yeah. Um. Oh, but then real quick, Shantae, like, wanted to hold a meeting with the Power Squad to be like, let's fight the power. But only Anya and, like, what, that one, Marisol? Marisol, that's up. it. And Marisol only shows up to be like, yeah, no, we're not coming. We don't care. Bye. Pretty Which much. I'm like, wow, why is Shantae and Anya, why are Shantae and Anya literally the only two people who care about Power Squad right now? That seems weird to it me. It does seem weird. I don't know. You're like, I don't know. We'll do it next year. Let's be real. Power Squad's kind of gone off the rails. True. Um... But they're, like, gonna fight back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So then we see Eli's cartilage piercing, and he's worried about her, like, avoiding her parents. And she's like, I don't want them to dislike me for keeping you out. And He makes a good point, and that kind of comes up again later. And then Claire is like, I can be a little more, bit of a, a little bit more late. You know how PDA is banned at school. Like, why don't we stay out for some contraband kissing? And then they kiss, and it's still kind of cute. But I'm like, you're gross. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, mm, come on, guys. Contraband um, kissing stuff. And then, and then this is when we see Fiona's drinking, and then she's like vomiting. But she's like definitely like it's very obvious that she's like faking how drunk she is. Yeah. She's definitely like trying to get like, Holly J to stay yeah. to take care of her, which she does. And she's like, oh, no, Sav, you leave. I'll stay. And then we're like, oh, boy, we see where this is going. Yep. Um, And then Claire gets home late and is being really sassy with her parents. Um, And she, like, very obviously shows them the, the, like, cartilage piercing. Yeah. And it's a whole thing. And then we're with Holly J and Declan. And Holly J walks in and is like, she's all watered and planted. I just wouldn't put her in direct sunlight for a while. And I'm like, that was funny. That is funny. That's a good line. And then, and then it Declan gets is weird. like, oh, I feel bad. Like, I'm not here for my sister. Da, da, da. And, and then, they have, like, kind of a good conversation. And then he gets weird. Yeah. Then he gets a little pressure-y. Yeah. And the- starts kissing her neck. And she's like... I don't want to do this. And then he he's like, come on, come on. And then they kiss and then they, it's like they're doing this, but it's all icky and gray area. Feel, yeah, I don't it, like it. it brings up some really like interesting conversations about like true consent. Yeah. Like it's, you know, it's definitely a gray area, but it's definitely not like saying yes for sure. Yeah not saying yes for sure and it's not saying no for sure it's just like it's kind of like giving in because it's easier which yeah. is like a whole it's a whole different weird and really relatable oh area. god yeah absolutely it's super yeah it's yeah. like yeah and it's like it's it brings up a very interesting thing that's like hard to talk about because it's like hard to nail down what it is yeah um i'm there was recently like a New Yorker piece called Cat Person that oh, really yeah. addressed this, which honestly, unpopular opinion, I guess I thought was really fucking bad. <laughs> like I she just got like a million dollar book deal. And I'm like, did she li- really? She did. I'm livid about it. It reads like like just like bad, bad YA. I just like don't care about it. It's extreme. Yeah. Not even YA. Like giving a bad name to YA it just is like bad fiction it's just shitty writing like I made my roommate read it because I was like why is everyone losing their goddamn mind like and and I made my roommate read it and she's like oh no this is extremely bad this is like <laughs> aggressively shitty like I hated it yeah it's not it's not just it's just read as like something you would write in like a creative writing class yeah like a beginner's creative writing yeah. class it's not good writing i don't know it was like mm, whatever but it does bring up an interesting i think it was so popular because it was so relatable oh yeah and like uh i just you guys because it does kind of bring like, that thing I've, up where it's like you like are kind of dating a guy and then you 
like get to the point where it gets to like where you're probably going to sleep with each other but then you're like not actually sure if you want to but you're already there and you it's like towing the line of like being like am I going to be like am I going to come across as like annoying or like a tease or something for saying no I don't want to do this or am I just going to get it over with because I don't know maybe yeah I'm already here it's like that weird it's a very weird and like I think Holly J even more so like definitely is like not super down I think she does say no at one point and then just like gives in yeah but like you guys unless someone is like being like yes yes absolutely let's do this don't fucking do it don't if you have to be like come on then don't don't if you have to be like, come on, like, uh, come on, like, let's do it. Come on. If you feel like you are, are like, convincing somebody, you, they shouldn't ha- need to be convinced. No, they should be, like, super on board. Yeah, and if they don't want to, they don't want to. Yeah, it's, like, uh, it's questionable. Yeah. But then part two opens up, and it's like, okay, they slept together, and... Uh, this is when I wrote Declan and Holly J question mark and then it says they slept together and I wrote what exclamation point because I had no idea what is happening and Declan is like oh my god that was amazing like he loves her so much and she is visibly like very uncomfortable and regretting what happened immediately and she and she's like I gotta go I already called the cab by pretty much and then I think the theme song and, plays. Yeah. And then he's talking to Fiona. Fiona. And he's like, Holly J and I hooked up and got back together last night, which I'm like, I'm like mm. and, oh, and this is when we find out that Fiona like faked her drunkness to like get her to stay. And I wrote Fiona got drunk question mark. Yeah. Because <laughs> I did not know what was happening. <laughs> and then and he's like, and we're back together and I already got accepted early to Yale. So I'm just going to come back to Degrassi for the next the rest of the year. I just have to keep my grades up. I'm like. I don't know if that's how that works. I don't think so either. But of course he got really accepted. Yeah. And then it's just like a whole thing. And then we are with Shantae in the bathroom and she sees that her post-it wall is growing and more people have added to it. And she calls it analog Twitter. (laughs) She does. Which is like actually kind of accurate. Yeah. Except Um, less trolly. Then we are with Declan and Sav? Yeah, Holly Declan. J, no, Holly J's not there. Okay. Declan is being diabolical oh, yeah. and goes up to Sav and is like, hey, have you seen your girlfriend? Oh, Can you yeah. tell her I'm looking for her? Like, we just, I just like wanted to talk to her about something. And Sav's like, oh, yeah, cell phone jammers. She can't really answer the phone, but if I see her, I'll let her know. Yeah. Like, going straight to the boyfriend and being like, your girlfriend. He's doing the thing that he did with Jane when Jane was sleeping with him and dating Spinner. Oh, my God. I forgot that that happened. <laughs> I will never forget. Um, but I will never forget what led Spinner to marry fucking Emma. Dear God. Fucking why? Why? Um, but then Claire is with Eli and she's like, next time we should get matching tattoos or something. Yeah, I'm like, oh my Claire God, Claire is like, she's like just, just on really. a real tear to piss off her parents. Pretty much. And, and also Eli brings up again and she's like, I hope your parents aren't mad at me. And she's like, I haven't even actually told them about you yet. Hold up. You should come to dinner. They would love that. Not really, but I'm going to use you as a pawn to piss off my parents. Yep. Great. She's scheming. And um, I'm just like, poor Eli. Poor, he does not deserve this. Being a, used as a pawn in this whole scheme. It's very oh, upsetting. Eli still isn't adhering to the dress code. And he says, this is the real me, Miss Dawes. I can't change overnight. So he gets detention. So he gets detention. Um, and then we're with Holly J, who's freaking out about Declan coming. Like, I think um, Fiona's like, he's coming back. And she's like, um, what? And then she's opening up to Fiona. At first, she's like, I can't say anything bad about Declan to you. I don't know. But Fiona knows that something is up. And she, I bet she does explain that she, like, <laughs> felt really pressured. Yeah. And is feeling, like, really gross about it. And I'm like, oh, no. Poor Holly J. Um, and then I just wrote down Anya and Shantae trying to get their extracurriculars back, fight the power. Well, but I don't remember what they're doing. Well, they bring together basically a meeting of everyone from all oh, right, clubs right, right, who's really right. interested. Um, and like, apparently, a goal. and apparently, there's a club for junior entomologists, which is <laughs> hilarious. Like, I love the idea of a bunch of high school students being like really into bugs, just like, <laughs> yes, I'm here for this. Um, 
And then they're like, well, we have the giant sticky wall. What if we had a giant sticky wall that Simpson can't ignore? And I'm like, right. Shantae, just really on top well, of things. I think things. Anya says that. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's Anya, right. Has anyone ever told you you're a genius? And Anya says, yes. <laughs> <laughs> she's adorable. I Yeah, I think I've decided I do really like Anya as long as she's not around Sab or Holly J. Same. Yeah. I agree with that. But she's so cute. She's like, she's just very long pause. Yes. <laughs> She's like, has anyone? Yeah, I think so. Um, and then we're with Fiona and Declan. And Fiona is also not very happy with Declan. She's like, you should go home. I don't think you should stay here. And then she's explaining how Holly J did not feel great about what happened and brings up some questionable consent issues. And it's very uncomfortable. It and is. then... Declan responds to this by showing up at Holly J's work and demanding her to talk to him, which I'm like, this, what are you doing? Yeah, but I mean, Fiona, when she's talking to Declan, he's like kind of fighting back a little. And he's like, but she like was into it. And she's like, well, did you ask her? And yeah. he was like, oh, his like face just like falls. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah, but I love that Fiona is like immediately on Holly J's yeah, side. I love that. It's um, a very like believe women moment. Yes, and then he shows up to her work, and Holly is like, I cannot talk about this right now. I'm at work. I don't want to talk to you right now. Please leave. And she's saying that, I think she says, like, I definitely regretted what happened. Like, I can't talk to you right now. And it's, uh, it's rough. It's really, it's just, it's the start of a good dialogue, but it's at the wrong time. Exactly. Um, but then Claire is. And I think, actually, I think oh. even when um, Fiona and Holly J are talking about it. Fiona's like, but you guys have already had sex. And she's like, yeah, but I didn't want to that time, which also kind of brings up, a, like, I think people don't expect, like, people in relationships to have weird consent things because it's just, yeah. you assume, like, oh, when you're in a relationship, then it's always fine, no I matter mean, what happens. And that's why it's, I think, hard to also, like, take like your husband to court for raping you exactly well, like, but he's your husband like well marital rape has been like legal it like it was only made illegal in right. a lot of states like within the past like decade exactly which is so insane. it kind of brings up that i think it was nice that they had that brought up to kind of smash that weird misconception that like even if you're in a relationship or if you already have had sex it doesn't mean that this still doesn't happen but anyway, we're at dinner and Eli is on his best behavior and I feel very bad for him because Claire's just really blowing up his spot and is like, yeah, he came here from detention and we got piercings and he drives a hearse and his dad works for that radio station that you hate. And it's like, oh, God, Claire, you're just fucking shitting all over Eli right now. Yeah. And it's like she doesn't even realize that that's what she's doing. But it's like, yeah, you're talking about all the things that I'm sure he like is kind of insecure yeah. about like he has like his bad boy image like situation like and i use that term real loosely but but she's also just using all these facts about him against him exactly like, she's actively trying to get her parents to dislike him which is the opposite of what he wants yeah he's in there like doing his best and, and he's doing a good job and, and they're being really like accepting and forgiving of like these things that she's saying yeah and they're she's like and he's an atheist yeah like, oh my god and they're like all right well we can talk about something else then yeah they're really trying they're trying really hard to like him too but claire's just being shitty Ugh, it's just she's delighting in this and eli is pissed. it's hard to watch it and her is parents, hard to watch like everyone sees exactly what she's doing and yeah. nobody's happy about it um, but then the next day at school, we see all the post-it notes all over Simpson's car. And it's amazing. Also, it's, does he drive a Mini Cooper? I know. I noticed that. I'm like, I guess so. And then Shante kind of pops out and is like, oh, my God, Mr. Simpson. He's like, oh, my God. Like, I wonder who did this. And she's like, beats me. But it sounds like people really are mad about their extracurriculars. And he's like, okay, I know you're behind this and she's like mm, i don't know no proof bye <laughs> pretty much she's like i'll help you clean it all off if you'll talk to me about this and we can work something out exactly she's like she's a genius great. she's so good and then we're with i don't know i just wrote down oh sav is all worried about her i think he's like checking in with holly j and she's like eh. like all weird because of everything. Yeah. I don't and remember then, what happens. And then she is checking like email or whatever. And she finds out that she got into Yale. Right. 
Oh wait, I don't. Well, we don't know, don't but she's like, she's yet. on. But well, Fiona delivers a note from Declan to Holly. Well, no, she like looks oh, on yeah, the web page. Oh, yeah, she does check that. She doesn't say it out loud yet, right. but I like kind of assumed. Yeah. And then she like then, has a moment and she runs out and Fiona gives her like this letter from Declan. And she's like, he's getting on a plane in like 30 minutes. And she's and like, Holly's we like, didn't even get to talk yet. Yeah. And he just like came at a bad time. And she's like, it's still your apartment. She's like, "For yeah, go now. And then... So then we're with Simpson and Shantae, and Shantae's just poking holes in his dumbass rules. And because she's the like, rules are stupid. The rules are dumb. She's like, you can't punish all of us for this one thing. And he's like, it's and he's like, it's Degrassi Community School. Like, we're a school. I can't, like, cater to everybody. And she's like, okay, but for some people, the most important part is community. Like, this, like, extracurriculars are almost as important as, like, the learning. It's part of the whole thing. Exactly. You can't just take this away from everybody for one thing that one dumb guy did who isn't even here anymore. Exactly. And he agrees to, like, set up a forum, which I'm like, okay, fine, a step. It's not, like, a terrible idea. Yeah. Um. Oh, and my God. And we oh have God. Claire. And Claire shows up. Dressed like Kelsey circa 2002. And it's insane. And Eli's like, what the fuck are you wearing? And he's finally wearing his uniform. Seriously. And he looks great in the uniform, honestly. It's he like does. a pretty good look. He looks good in red. Um, And yeah, this just everything about this look is extremely bad. And then she's like, let's cut class. Live dangerously. I hate this, by the way. It's <laughs> like, so it's bad. painful. And then and he's like, he's what like, are you doing? Why like, are you doing this? And he's talking about like how mad he is at her because she did that thing. And he's like, I just like don't want to deal with your shit right now, basically. And she's like, I'm scared. And he's like, of, of what? what? Sanity? <laughs> Which is And she's like, so I'm funny. afraid that my parents are getting a divorce and I don't want to talk to them about it. La, la, la. And he's like, OK, well. In all of this shit stirring you've been doing, like, you've been afraid of getting hurt by their news, but you just ended up hurting me. Like, I can't do this. And I'm like, this is extremely fair. Claire's been really shitty. Just He's like, I'm not going to be a part of your dumb games. You have hurt me. Goodbye. And it's very sad. And then, oh, yeah. And then we were with Holly J and Declan, I think. I don't know. Yes. We find out Holly J got into Yale. Yep. And then it, like, weirdly cuts away back to Claire. <laughs> Who, and her parents, and then they finally tell her that they're getting a divorce. Surprise. And then Holly J is talking to Declan, and she says she regrets what happened and needs time to figure things out, and he's, like, going back to New York. And this conversation is very rough. It's, it, it's But it's a, a good but conversation. But it's a good conversation where she's, like, explaining everything. She's like, I don't think that you raped me, which is kind of what was coming up. But I don't, but I regret what happened and I did feel pressured and I'm going to need time before I like talk to you again. And he like, he loves her so much. Yeah, He's like, I understand. I still like feel terrible, but it's like, dude, be oh fucking aware. But also he's 17 and I, I feel like and there it, should be like, I feel like, a, like, I don't know. I feel like a part of health class should be like conversations about like explicit consent. consent. Yeah. But I think... It's, like, such a great area that even during this time, like, they might teach that kind of stuff. And I feel like you watch weird videos about, like, what, like, date raping and drugging and, like, like you're yeah. like, don't drug somebody. If they're not awake, they can't give consent. Like, they do, I like, very, like, black and white you know lessons weird? about consent. I don't remember us ever having any sort of conversation regarding consent ever in any of my health classes. Like, that was never a thing. That's it was. Bizarre. I think it was we did like these are fallopian tubes. Like it was literally just like biological. Really? Yeah, it was weird. You did, did you do like eating disorders and like a sex little, STD a stuff? And yeah, we we did like some of that, but a lot of it was like cautionary tale. I just or remember just watching science. a lot of really bad after school, especially videos about like I remember like one about like a girl getting really drunk or like somebody put something in her drink and like that was a whole thing yeah we, we definitely... talked about like date rape like that kind of stuff we never talked about so any I of that feel like in, at least in my health class it was we talked about like the black and white like if they say no it means no and if they're not awake don't do that they can't give consent but i'd def we definitely never talked about like giving explicit like a consent in the pressuring and that the weird yeah. gray area stuff like 
I don't know. We didn't talk about that. And I don't, and it's, I feel like it's only something that we're kind of recently talking about in the bigger lexicon of things because of recent events that have been happening and, and stuff thank like God, that. like we are talking about it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, to be fair, my memories are fuzzy about high school. So maybe we did. But I feel like there's also a pretty good chance that, like, public schools in New Jersey in 2004 were, like, not, like, ready to talk about that kind of thing. Probably. I mean, the stuff I learned recently that only, like, a handful of states in our country are required to teach you about the Holocaust. And that's, like, fucking basic world history shit. It's insane. I think my sister just told me I didn't had no idea. My dad didn't know about the Holocaust until he went to college because Maryland didn't teach him about it. What? Yeah. Maryland, get your shit together. It's insane. I mean, it was like Maryland in the early 80s and late 70s, but, but still, still, that's crazy. This is why we have a Holocaust scenarios because they were like people don't know still to this day. So, if that is happening, I know for a fact that like, health and sex ed is probably severely lacking in a lot of different places. Especially, in even in private schools, they're not even required to teach you about that kind of stuff. So, I don't know. Our public school systems have failed so many people, and we need that needs to improve in some way. Um, but anyway, the episode ends with their bummer conversation. <laughs> Yep, pretty much. And that's it. Um, do we have a spirit squad, Captain? Um, I guess... Holly J for, like, addressing her truth and her feelings and bringing up consent issues? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yes, I'm going to go with that. And I'm and also going to... Oh, Shantae, for sure. I'm going to go with just Shantae. There we go. Shantae was fucking badass in this episode. Um, ship. Um, it's Claire and Eli until it kind of falls apart. Yeah, I'm still going Claire and Eli because Holly J is kind of a gray area right now. Yeah. Like, I do want her to eventually end up with Declan, but I want Declan to learn more first. Yes. But, but I also still really like enjoy her and Sav. Yeah, I like her and Sav for right now. Yeah. I like her and Declan for like, like eventual. <laughs> but like he needs to like figure more of his shit out and yeah. grow as a person. Yeah. Um But Sav is like a really good high school boyfriend. True. Um all right. Moral. I feel like we kind of talked about We just covered consent, it. So That's, we just we already go. covered it. We need to improve our public school systems. Let's do that. Yes, please. Um, all right. Grapevine. We have tweets, right? We do have tweets. I am excited. We have we have a few tweets. We haven't had, uh, like, too many emails this week, so we're just going to stick to the tweets. Let's see. Let's start with our friend Kate at Caps Lock and Drop It. Uh, Bianca's the human version of a buckle store, IMHO. <laughs> We just looked True. up what a buckle store is. I knew what it looked, but I had to sh- I had to educate Kelsey what a I don't store I don't know what I don't know what buckle lots is. Lots of like hardware and embellished clothing. A lot of rhinestones. Lots of shit on your pockets. So much bedazzling. Yeah. That and so yes, correct assessment. Uh, we also have one from Emma at Real MC. Fuck Mary Kill. Oh, I hate this. Okay, fuck Mary Kill. Realm of Doom. Realm of Doom creep. Jordan parentheses never forget Jordan the creepy the old guy episode. who lured baby Emma into a hotel in the pilot and, and Owen, Owen. this is a nightmare I don't I don't know I don't want to do this one I know I don't either alright we have to we have to do it okay I'm going with kill Jordan because mm, I don't know I'm torn between Jordan and Realm of Doom. Yeah. So I'm going to marry Owen because I feel like I can, like, coerce him and change him. I mean, I don't. I would rather not. But I feel like I have the best chance of changing Owen than I do of yeah. changing anyone Owen else. Owen hasn't actually committed a crime. No. And he, he has the potential to change and grow and He's learn. He's still young. Yeah. So marry Owen. Can I, I just don't know who I, I want. Can, can I just kill the other two? Can I kill both of them? Um... I don't want to have sex with either of them. Me neither. I guess 
based on looks alone, fuck Jordan murder <laughs> realm of doom lady. And like, you know, fuck Jordan before realizing that he's a pedophile. <laughs> I hate this one. I hate this one. But I'll agree with you. Emma, <laughs> you're cruel to us. Why would you do that? Why? Um, we also got a tweet from Lauren Pinto at Pinto the Bean. Uh, there used to be a Degrassi app game, but don't get too excited because it doesn't exist anymore for some ridiculous reason. I think it was maybe the popularity factor. Uh, you guys should start a petition to get it back. I don't know if we can do that. I don't. I don't think we have that I'm kind really of power. I'm really intrigued by this app game, and I would have played it had I known it existed. <laughs> we don't have that kind of power, but it's nice that you think we do. <laughs> um, we also have something from Lima at Malomatic. Uh, trying to keep up with the pod and parentheses. Once again, I've jumped a whole season ahead. How do you two resist the urge to binge watch? We have, to take, we have to take notes. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a little like if we were just watching, I think that we would just, I would like, just keep, keep watching. But when you have to take notes, it's like a totally different It's more like thing. homework. It is. It is a little bit like, <laughs> like doing homework. I enjoy homework. it, but it's we have to be we have to take notes and I'm not going to go I'm not watching ahead and taking notes. No. And also Especially like because they're so long now. Yeah. And also because like I feel like we will forget like I like if oh, I watch yeah. too I'll far in advance, I'll definitely forget. Oh, totally. Yeah. That's how we resist it. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I'm also really guilty of like binging something and then burning out and then taking a break, but never going back to it. So I feel like that would happen to me if I went ahead on this. <laughs> so I need to keep a good pace because we're in this for the long haul. Seriously. Um, but I think that's all the grapevine that we have. It is. So if you would like to be featured on a future grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod or on Instagram at DegrassiPod. You can email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Tumblr at whateverittakespodcast.tumblr.com. Um, you can listen to us pretty much anywhere, but if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be super cool. And if you leave us a review, we will make up a Degrassi-inspired fan fiction for you on the show. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, at Hollandtacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, at Kelsucks with a Z at the end. And Holland, what do you want to recommend to the humans? Um, I just watched the movie Moonstruck for the first time last night with my sister, um, it's a movie for which Cher won her Oscar, and I really liked it. It was very charming, so I'm just going to recommend an old movie that I liked. There you it's go. good. Um, I recently got into this musician, Chris Farren, F-A-R-R-E-N. Um, he is great. That's it. Go ahead. <laughs> Give him a try. All righty. Um, but that is all that we have for you guys today. Thank you as always to Jay for our wonderful theme song and thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers. <laughs>